A cold wind chased after Reese. She drew her worn brown cloak, lined with faded remnants of imperial red, around her to keep out the chill. A pair of tinted brass goggles rested on her brow. She depended on her weathered leather tunic, wristbands, and trousers to protect her from the elements. The knife she kept strapped to her thigh provided protection of a different sort. The wind blew her long, dark hair across her dirty face. Years of hard living had not erased the somber beauty beneath the soot and grime, but few of her former admirers would have recognized the homeless wanderer she had become. Her slender frame was lean and taut, any unnecessary plumpness stripped away by privation. She couldn't remember the last time she'd had a decent meal, let alone a warm bath. It was only fall, but already the wind had a bite to it. She was not looking forward to another rough winter in the open. She trod wearily through a bleak autumnal wilderness, her scuffed black boots were worn thin in places. She hiked beneath skeletal oaks and beeches that offered little in the way of cover or concealment. Fallen leaves crackled beneath her soles. The leaves were hidden by a clammy gray miasma that clung to the ground, while clotted black clouds obscured the sun. The air, which reeked of smoke and chemicals, stung her eyes. She lowered her goggles. They helped a little. The desolate terrain and acrid fumes depressed her. Gephian had once been a green and fertile realm, known throughout Elysia for its thriving fields and farmlands, but that had been a long time ago. She paused atop a secluded rise to gaze down upon the remote valley below. Billowing black fumes belched from the smokestacks of ugly factories and sweatshops. Barren hillsides stripped clean of timber bore the scars of brutal mining operations. A handful of crude hovels clung stubbornly to the sides of the pillaged hills amidst squat wooden dormitories that had been erected to house the factory's impoverished laborers. A steam whistle announced the end of one shift and the beginning of another. Streams of downtrodden men, women, and children trudged joylessly past one another, on their way to and from work. Some of the children looked like they were barely old enough to walk. Reese watched from behind the trunk of a withered elm. A sooty film coated the bark, leaving it greasy to the touch. Despite the raw weather, she was not at all tempted by the promise of shelter. Rather, she had gone out of her way to steer clear of the settlement below. She had no desire to end up as forced labor. A wolf growled nearby. Don't worry, she assured Fenrir. We're not going anywhere near that pit. The great gray wolf padded at her side, his head level with her hip. She scratched him between the ears, just the way he liked it. His dark ears and ruff were almost black compared to the rest of his fur. She took comfort from the wolf's presence. He had been her only companion for longer than she cared to remember. A second growl, this time from her stomach, urged her to make camp for the night. She glanced to the west, where the sun was only beginning to sink below the horizon. Smog tainted the sunset, creating lurid purples and oranges. Night was falling earlier and earlier these days but she judged that she still had light enough to travel by, at least for a little while longer. Perhaps she should put more distance between herself and the dismal factories. Then again, she was cold and hungry. A warm fire and a bite to eat were tempting. She could always continue on in the morning. What did a few extra miles tonight matter anyway? It wasn't as though she had any place to go. All right, that's enough for today. She turned away from the rise and the oppressive vista it offered and gathered enough fallen branches and kindling to make a small campfire. With any luck, the smoke from the blaze would be lost amidst the noxious effusions from the valley. She removed her goggles and tried to focus the fading sunlight through the lenses to light the kindling. 
doing so would spare her flint, which was ground to a nub. At first she feared the polluted sky was too overcast, but then the clouds parted momentarily. She thanked her ancestors as she swiftly captured a feeble sunbeam and directed it onto a single crisp brown leaf, which blackened and smoked before igniting into a tiny orange spark. She blew gently on the spark, fanning the ember into a flame that spread quickly to the surrounding twigs and branches. Within moments, a small fire glowed within a shallow pit. She warmed her palms over the blaze. Fenrir settled down beside her. A brown leather belt was slung low about her waist. The pouches on the belt were not nearly as full as she would have liked. She fished through them to find only a few tough strips of smoked squirrel and a single stale biscuit she had bartered for several days ago. Her canteen was nearly empty, too, which did not make chewing the dry, grisly jerky any easier. She would have killed for a cup of hot tea, or maybe even a skin of wine. Wine. Once, she had sipped the finest vintages from a crystal goblet. A servant would have refilled her cup before she even knew it was empty. Now she'd settle for the dregs of any old bottle. A weary sigh escaped her lips, along with a muttered profanity. Fenrir could fend for himself, of course, and necessity had made her a skilled hunter as well. But there was no denying that her provisions were running low, as was her purse.